Welcome everyone to this live recording of the official UE podcast for Game 121 here in Season 4. As always, I'm your host Terry and joining me as ever is my co-host, Mr. Daryl Saunders. How's it going, sir? Good, good man. You? Been a good week actually. Yeah, yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Busy, busy got some week. Big non, non-sex <laughs> news as well. That's quite life-changing as well. <laughs> I don't believe that non-sex. No, I, I don't know. I that. know. Well, that, no, it's actually been quite, yeah. quite behaved, quite behaved. But yeah, now I, I sold an app. So yeah, that should come oh, through. Was that, your, was that your music? The, thing? Yeah, the music thing. So we we've been finding it difficult to release it over here because of the roundup can only be used for charities and stuff. Um, so some Texas guys offered us like $150,000 and we're like, yes, we take it. So, <laughs> crack uh, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crack yeah, on, no. son. So yeah, it's, uh, it should be good next week when I'm doing the podcast from fucking beach counting, counting 20%. <laughs> yeah. Where's Daryl? I don't know. He's on some beach. Carol Gruber. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing counting my 20%. But yeah, no, it's a good, good week. Good week. All that, all that stressful work paid off. You know, I'll take the cash. I think it'll be worth a lot more, but we can't do too much with it over here. You know, so there's no point me holding on to it. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. It's all good for me. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. I mean, for me, it's like just yeah, standard, standard shit. Yeah, just work, work, work. But been absolutely inundated. Like if everyone can, you know, just sort of tell your volcanoes wherever you are to stop going off. That'd be wonderful. And you know, I won't have to work so hard. If the world so, could just yeah. relax a bit, that'd be yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> you can all just go, go to your local volcano and yell at it and not look like a madman doing it. That'd be great. <laughs> that'd be wonderful. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Oh dear. Oh dear. All right. So yeah, onto the podcast, I suppose. Um, we, this is a live one. We've got a few of the boys in, um, I think we could, yeah, should we, should we just go do a little quick uh, roundup if everyone can be sort of like, yeah, not go too crazy on, on, on how long, but like how, how we all got on this week. Um, yeah, we could like, we'll start with you, Daryl. Uh, yeah, so Fiorentina, we drew 2-2 with uh, Lidloid, who were top. Um, we'll take that all day, to be fair. Um, kept the top quite close. Um, good performance from us. Um, we're quite happy with where the team is. Couple of little tweaks, but... Scouts have been quite kind. Um, we, we want to try and offload Lamella now. We've got a, another free roll that we want to give games to. So we're going to try and see if we can offer him out. I don't think this week, next week, but somebody wants to experience free roll, come come say hello. Uh, but yeah, other than that, we're pretty pleased because we haven't even had our main striker at Fiorentina in all the, the last three weeks as well. He's been injured. So it's been the backups that are more right and left forwards playing up front. Um, so yeah, no, we'll take the 2-2 uh, against Villadolo. They're a good team. And grats, we won. Um, I played... The cup stuff has been a bit of a meme, as you know. So I played my reserves and tried to park the bus. And Dave at Mainz just decided to break my bus and fuck it up. So I won't be playing the bus again. Dave's broken it. Um, I lost 3-0 to him in the cup, my reserves and that. Uh, But in the league, uh, beat Genk 2-1 away. And Genk were like fourth. So it puts us fourth now. Really, really pleased. Really good performance. Um against a really good team. So yeah, uh, up to fourth now. So fingers crossed we can just keep that going. Uh, because Steve at Cone obviously first loss in a very long time, um, which is kind of just, you know, five points off second at fourth, you know, because him and Ghent were kind of running away with it. So yeah, it was a good week. Very good week, uh, Stonegrass-wise. You know, so um, I take those. I take Sounds those. Good, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we had a good week. Um, uh, yeah, I suppose a good week in general. Um, we beat Exeter. No, <laughs> fuck's sake, Getafe. But it's Carlos's Exeter. Every, everyone uh, else beats parked... Exeter, innit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he horrendously parked the bus. Bless him. Did he? But, um, oh no. Yeah, I thought we, I, I thought we'd have a go. I, but yeah, I, I get what he's trying to do. He's he's slowly making little changes to what he wants to do there, and it's just taking. It's going to take a little bit of time, but he'll get there, and he's. He's shown he's a good manager in the game, so Where? yeah, he, he'll turn it around. Uh, but yeah, it was a really tight game. They were really fucking hard to break down, and you know it sort of follows on bottom from... of the league, right? Yeah, he turned it around. Okay. He'll turn it around. He was. <laughs> they, they were rock bottom. Yeah, <laughs> they were rock bottom though before he took over. They were. Don't so, happy yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So he's he's done he's done well, sort of lifted them out of there and. Um, and then, yeah, I, I lost uh, 2-0 in the FA Cup, but I, I weren't too fast. I played um, pretty much a mostly a second string side. A couple of starters, just purely on, I think I had three of my normal backups who would have started were like disillusioned or depressed or something like that. I just didn't want to risk that. So I, I, I think it was like two or three normal starters played. Um, but yeah, I tried the four-five-one again with uh, wing backs and no wide, no no wide midfielders. See how that got on, and yeah, it was doing well until I changed the formation in about the 60th minute, and it seemed to go to pot there. I wanted to see how it worked uh, against playing to wings, and it seemed to be doing quite well until I, I I made some substitutions and fucked it up really. But yeah, but it's a good so, yeah, good experiment. In mine, I I moved to four-four-two yeah. because I thought you know should have a plan B, you know, just in case. Do you know what I mean? As you go up to these, it's always good to have a plan B. And four four two, we actually played better. Like the highlights, the messages, the the commentary and stuff. So that was that one good thing to come from Dave smashing up my bus. But I did Indeed, I, um... I did really park the bus. Fuck it out. I've had quite fun in the cup trying to do that. I've never really done that before. So but I'm out now. Okay. Fair play. Fair play. Um I think as well we got uh, the next sort of uh, part of the uh, Champions League coming up. Last, uh, I think it's the last two games, I believe. So that's coming up fast as well. So it'd be interesting, um, I th- you know, seeing how people like I, I rested a lot of my players ahead of that. Um, I think that took priority for me, uh, and I'd imagine a lot of the guys probably on here who are in the Champions League probably maybe did likewise, resting a few players here and there. Hmm. Yeah, it seems to make sense. Uh, yeah. Does anyone else want to sort of uh, discuss how they got on this week? Martin? Yeah, I'll well just chime in just where you mentioned about the Champions League. I actually went the opposite. Um, I went actually full strength in the FA Cup, as odd as that might sound. Um, I was up against Lazio, Steve's Lazio, very, very good side, and edged past them 2-1. I think it's one of those games where I've won the 93rd minute. I was think if it's a league game, it's probably a draw, and it's probably just settled it. Um, that late because it's a cup game so I just wanted to leave it on the table because obviously the Southern League is going to look very difficult to win this season so it's just nice to have another option uh, for now so or at least give myself the, the chance of another option for another trophy for now I think um, so that's the cup game against uh, Steve being 2-1 uh, then the league game um, I actually had the Madrid derby this week not some uh, fake rivalry with uh, Jay trying to stoke up the rivalry with me. Jay, this is my actual derby. Take note, the Madrid <laughs> derby. Benfica are nothing to me, mate. <laughs> and a shout out for Mr. Callow listening as well, trying to fake his little uh, big day out against me in the cup recently. 
no, this is the one playing Ben Bagshaw's Real Madrid, mate. And, <laughs> and um, no, to be fair, he's got a very good side as well. Very, very good side. And it's a massive win to win 1-0 on um, the way to him. Again, he's done, side, he's they, done much better this season, hasn't he? They've been a lot more definitely. consistent, haven't they, than last season? Absolutely. I think there was a weakness in his team. I think he's addressed it and he's looking a lot stronger for it now. And I look for his ratings and they're all 85 plus. It's 90s. And mm. I don't think he deserves to lose the game, if I'm honest, but we'll take it. Yeah. yeah. You always take the shithouse wins, man. Absolutely. Yeah, very much. It's a good win as well. It's a really good win. Um, yeah, because like you say, he's been looking a lot better lately. So, yeah, I think you, you, yeah, you've got to take that with open arms. Um, Andy, um, uh, the mighty Mallorca, how they got? Yeah, called it. Yeah, I called it. I'm just saying, <laughs> I called this. <laughs> I did say. Um, I'm just, I'm taking credit for that, Andy. Just so you know, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it was another good week. I'm scared to start putting effort into my turn now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a good week. I mean, all three teams went through in the FA Cup. Um, we we played reserves in all three games, to be fair. Um, Mjolka obviously won in the league at home to PAOK. Um, Montpellier picked up a, their fourth win on the bounce, so tides turn in there. It's funny, so uh, so when th- last time you was on, I mean, you talked about how defensive our league was, but we had a plan and we we haven't lost since. Have you known that? Like, well, that's the three yeah, games we've won. And I've been watching that. I'm like, we said it on the pod. Like, all right, we, we've seen enough in this league to see what's going on here. Now, all of a sudden, we're third and fourth. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's massive. Absolutely mm-hmm. massive. You know, uh, I've, I've made a couple more changes, but only to... I've stopped playing Lindelof. I've started playing someone else who's not as good in PV, but he's turning out 90 every week. So... He's kind of justifying the pick, so I've swapped Lindelof this week. Yeah, the, um, the change yeah. I did was bring in Neves for Odegaard to play centre mid instead, just to have a bit more, bit more grit in there, try and break it up a bit, you know. Um, yes, and I think that's what this league needed, you know. I needed to. Yeah, do I swapped Origi out as well. Swapped him for like, like for like, basically. But Menzo's come in and he's he's playing well, and since he's come in, Martins has started scoring. So. No. Can't really complain at that. Yeah. But, yeah, Alborg was the only really bum result this week. I played... Uh, uh, who did I play? Randers. But they seem to be my bogey team in 121 with Alborg. And it's the only team I can't seem to beat. <laughs> <laughs> let's have a word with that manager now. Let's, let's get on to him. Whoever oh. the fuck that is, let's get on to him. Let's turn it around. Turn it around upside down. Amir, yourself, mate. Man City? Hi mate, you okay? Um, so yeah, um, positive week all round. Um, comfortable two 0 away win against the Inform Norwich, um, oh, nice. and then also comfortable three one win away to Fulham with my like fringe players that didn't play against um, Norwich. So yeah, all good, comfortable, good win, good wins all round. Nicely poised, two points off the top, still in the FA Cup and. Yeah, just I, I didn't really have to rest anyone for the Champions League because I'm already up there anyway, so I can sort of pick, pick and choose my players. This this coming turn for the Randers game, I think I've got away, and then I've got um, a very tough game at home to uh, Callum's Hibs this term as well. Ah, oh, you walked that. 
Easy, you better. <laughs> you better. <laughs> better, better get three better points there. Better. You would be bad for the podcast for the rest oh, of the mate. season. <laughs> Darren will not be having that. <laughs> yeah, can't have that. Just give him a good oh, he, he did actually. He, he messaged me tonight, Darren. He's, he's genuinely asked me to ask you a question of uh, how apparently how how did uh, Wales get on in the rugby tonight? Shut up, you dickhead! Of course, I had but I had some English friends trying to mock me, and then at the end of the Scotland game, I text them like, "You go on fucking quiet." And yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> where's the, where's the shit now. I turned it off at twenty-four nil. It was uh, no, it was it was, that was embarrassing. 24 nil. Yeah, I think it finished 29 7 or something. But yeah, we was Oof. Okay, we've got some injuries, but I not enough for me to say, you know, like, okay, like it yeah. was like a load of caps, really high, like experienced players. But it just shows that what our future looks like at the minute is we were shit. We was really, really shit. Uh, worst I've seen Wales in many years. So yeah, no, it was. Uh, yeah, I've, I've and my it's because sort of... Scotland beat England as well. He's getting all chipper, isn't he? Fuck. Yeah, I, I, I had a few people message me, sort of like saying, "Oh, did you watch that?" I was like, no, <laughs> no, I don't watch. Rugby. Only person I know is probably Maro Otoji. I don't know any other. To English be fair, players, really. rugby's been normally know. the only thing Wales are any good at. So it's normally the thing like I bang on about the most, Ooh. but not today. Not today. I just yeah, I just don't, I haven't watched it in like ages. I I have no idea who's good, who's who's not, who's the best player in the game at the moment. I well, like like you know like what a Messi or Ronaldo would be in the sort of comparatively to rugby rugby union. I I would have no idea. I, I genuinely have zero idea. Yeah, I don't even know who's probably like the world champions currently. I don't know. <laughs> I don't watch rugby at all really. But um, I, yeah, I just obviously touching on like what Amir was just saying there. Like yeah, obviously he's doing really well. Um, pushing straight up back back where he belongs in in the Premier League but I think a little hats off as well to uh, Mr Callow um have to yeah managing managing Tondela in division 3 doing great stuff with them and he's absolutely creaming it top of division well UK Vanarama obviously um topping that and showing his quality there I think that's that's uh that's some effort there mate that's some effort and uh yeah hopefully we'll get him on at some point, uh, have a little chat about that. But that's yeah, he's, he's uh, absolutely flying. Oh, he's he's there. How you doing, Nath? Evening, gents. How are we? Good. All good, mate. All good. Yeah, just had to just point. I mean, that that's incredible. You you made the switch halfway through last season. You took or was it the season before? I think you took over from Faddy. Uh, yeah. You made it your own team. You've 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 swapped out big players, big big players. You've made it your team. You put your own blueprint on it. And you're flying. It's absolutely amazing work, mate. It's early doors. It's really early doors. You know, we're we're a quarter of the quarter of the uh, the way through the uh, the season, so really don't want to get carried away with it. But just taking each game as it comes. Um, that's it. That's it. Because you're, you're not expected. You know. That's it. And I mean, yeah, you're never going to be yeah with the likes of Amir, um, likes of Callum Lane, quality, quality Steve Oliver, quality managed in your league. I, I yeah I doubt you yeah I don't think you're I'd imagine your expectations are probably like Champions League yeah you know, sensible but uh, it must be nice to see you've carried those qualities across to that league and and show you know I think it goes to show how strong all the leagues are in this game it doesn't matter what league you're in they're all equally strong completely agree with you although you know when you're looking over your shoulder and you're seeing the likes of um, Callum. The likes of Amir breathing down your neck—it's—it's not—it's not a nice feeling, you know. <laughs> um, 
I'd rather be breathing down Amir's neck than, than the other way around. But yeah, it's. Oh, you'd uh, love that. You'd yeah, yeah, love you that. Would. You would. Yeah, give yeah, a little yeah, <laughs> 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 Don't forget dinner first. Dinner and a date. You're right. <laughs> but also, what's, what's the. Uh, is there anyone else sort of want to chip in about how they got on this week? Hey. Can I just quickly say about Nathan? I just just wanted to say about Nathan. You know, I think I think the what he's done at Brighton has been absolutely superb in such a quick time. And I think he didn't. He hasn't really had the credit he's deserved at Tondela because obviously, I think if you don't go the first season in Division Four, it can be very daunting. So so yeah, fair play to him. I just wanted to just wanted to chime in there with that. Oh, fair play, mate. That's that's nice of you, mate. That's really cool. Uh, Jay? Jay Benfica? Good evening, everybody. I hope everyone's okay. Yeah, I just think it's been an interesting week in the Southern Prem this week. I mean, we picked up a few vital points against Bologna. I don't think Dan sent his turn, but nonetheless, there's no easy games. It's all without the And um, congratulations to relegation-threatened Barcelona on their first win of the season. Um, good to see mm-hmm. them come back after their demoralising defeat against us the other week. <laughs> so, um, well done, Jamie. Yeah, fair play. Well said. Well said. Uh, any uh, anyone else? No, I think I've, so. We'll move on. Right? We'll get into, straight into the topics, and it'd be interesting to get all, all your all you guys um, all your opinions on on this. And, and it's the main reason why we wanted to do a live one this week. Uh, obviously, we did have a plan with. Uh, two guests who uh, hope, we were hoping to get on didn't quite work out. Uh, but then through the discussions on Discord lately uh, and on the forum in regards to certain topics, I thought it was a great idea to get us all in, let's have a little chat, and everyone can get their v- opinions across because it's quite an important sort of topic, which was uh, in regards to um, the untrainables to be trained uh, or improved upon uh, through various methods. Um uh, one one person sort of uh, asked uh, this question and h- the way he put it was, I'd like to have the untrainables trainable within the game, but not just through training the normal way, be it through mentoring or purchasing at a larger UE points price than the current list price. The way we get free points and making obscene money through scout fines, etc. I also feel it should be more than 10 or 20 points for speed and aggression. What's everyone's thoughts on this? Um, so just before we sort of jump into this, yeah, I, I suppose... I suppose, yeah. The main the main thing is everyone sort. Of, I think the big one was vision, Daryl. Um, everyone yeah. was sort of saying like, yeah. If you read the definition in the rule book, it is a player's awareness on the pitch. Can that improve in real life? Yes. Yeah. You know, uh, I doubt Urzel was his awareness on the pitch was as good when he you know at Werder Bremen as to compared to when he went to Real Madrid. Um, uh, and so, you know, Perlo and uh, and all those other players. So going by the definition put out in the rule book, this would be my argument. I, I think it should be possible. I personally, I don't want to see it. Um, I, I like the fact there's some things that can't be uh, improved upon. You know, it, it it adds a little something to the game. You know, it makes, uh, adds a bit more value to deals when you're doing transfers and stuff. But that's just my opinion. But yeah, it'd be interesting. What's your take on it, Daryl? Uh, it's just, it, it might be difficult in it because like for young players, you'd understand it to go up, but then at what point does it stop and would it go back the other way? Like, is that, 
how it would work. I mean, I, I've always felt that, yes, vision is something that should go up some point, somehow. Maybe it is like the aggression and speed, but does that then, you know, make it, you could just create unbeatable, untouchable teams quite easy. Um, mentoring, maybe. Maybe through mentoring or something like that can tweak it, but it wouldn't grow all the time. It would there'd have to be like an age cutoff, I think, for vision to like stop improving. Like say you get to 24, 25, and then that's it. It stops. I think there would have to be a cutoff for me for it to be in because I can't see it going up past that age. But maybe for youngsters, as you say, if by reading the rule book, yes, you know, it should be something that can improve. But I think it would just have to have an age cutoff for me to, to get behind it, I think. Yeah, I, I could kind of get that. And just again, to say to the guys um, in, in the Discord, it, you know, if you want to chime in on this, just un unmute and it'd be easy for, for me to see you uh, and, and we'll get you in and we'll, we'll have a chat about this. But, um, but yeah, it's the feel same free to thing. unmute like, and, and two, I'll, I'll, I'll drag it to you. Two guys um, in my reserves that I've really wanted to like natural progression to come in. Like this, there's a midfielder I got off Matt early on, this Caminero and this centre-back perk that I've been working on. Mm -hmm. But now like with the rises, they ain't budged in fucking weeks, you know? So I had to bring in Troy and Neves because like I wanted, I want young players to come through and then you swap out the first team and keeps the game going, doesn't it? But now like rises yeah. have completely stopped. See, but for them, I would expect their vision and judgment to improve still because they're young, but I feel like everything's just kind of stopped. And now it's just, you, no one will go for any of these young players and I've got no reason to keep training them every week or planning to have them every week. And yeah, I don't know, but yeah, vision, Vision, yes, but again, I think it needs an age cutoff. But I just, I want to see more rises in youngsters throughout the game. I don't want it to stop like it has done. You know? Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah, I, th I think for me, um, like there, there was a debate on it, and I said, well, my opinion would be, I wouldn't mind it if it was something like the uh, the 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 young player who you want to improve their vision had, say, composure and pot. You had to put pot and composure on them. And then the other person who's trained must have something else. Let's say experience, pro, some leadership. It's got to have something like that. And then you do a mentoring program and you get a one in three chance uh, at the end of EOS for it to go up or something like that, something akin to that. I thought that might be something. Yeah. That, that's the way I could see it being done. I, personally, yeah, going back to the point, I suppose, I, 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 can, I can see the point of if you go purely by um, the definition in the rule book, it should be something that theoretically can go up. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure if I'm on board with that. But yeah. yeah. Uh, Jay, Jay's, Jay's unmuted. Uh, want to chime in on this? Is it, is it a case of people wanting the perfect player? You know, they think, well, you know, I should be allowed to and create 120 all 10 untrainable singing and dancing kind of defeats the object of the game yeah. every player's got a okay floor. i hear that but does that not defeat the point of management i'm sure every manager at every club wants to create the perfect player and through training and investment and other bits and pieces why wouldn't that be a target is it achievable no you know maybe it, it can it can be something but no, I don't know. 
I don't know. Like, yes, yes, of course, I think it is to want to create the perfect player, but why wouldn't we want to do that? Why should that be stopped? Would be my argument people back are, at that. Right? People aren't going to stay around long, long enough to see that, though, are they? The benefits We're already of at season sort. four, and people have already... How many points have been in this game that you can create an absolute beast? I mean, I've got a 40 Ooh. PV target Ooh. man myself, you know? I made an absolute beast that I got off Percy in season one. What was he, 80? I think the Cardiff guy told me he was like 80, 87 when he signed him on free. Now he's a 40 PV, like he was a 34. So, and that's, I've done that, you know. I did nearly swap him with Terry at the end of the season. That is true. Uh, but um, I don't know. Like, I, my argument back would be, yes, that is what to create the perfect player. And isn't that the point? Isn't that what we want to do? Yeah, fair point. Um, Amir? Just to go on uh, uh, Daryl's side there, I've had a trialist called Eustace, who's now 105-37, both footed fullback, 36 centre-back with 10 speed. So, and, and, and he's just flown up, you know, like over over the past couple of seasons, youth and reserves. And it's, it's good to, to have players come up, and, and, and it's good to have that as well. I mean... I know I've been moaning about the first team and everything, but uh, but yeah, reserves and youth, yeah. Exactly, and it's a, it's a sense of achievement from the manager. Like, I wouldn't want to go into a game where Massive, I didn't yeah. think yeah. I could create a 120 overall player. I would I want to go in and think, actually, I see a couple here on this first sheet. I'm going to work on him. You know, Sabitzer was a project because he was at the start, you know, and, you know, now these guys in my reserves, this perk, 10-speed centre-back, that I, I put work in because my vision is, yeah, I do want to create a 120 overall player, and why not, you know? Totally agree. Developing players is one of my favourite things about UE, and that's the reason why I joined it as well and, and, and stuck with it. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, totally agree. And thanks for Sabitzer as well. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> getting me nervous, to be fair. So I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> I think as well, though, that I think that's why I, I, I put the thing across. Like, if um, if you wanted to do something like that, I think I think it needs to be really hard to obtain. Like, we're talking about now how the rises are, are hard to come by in, in UE. Um and I, and I kind of agree, and it is they're, they're they're really really tough to get these rises now. But um, I think on the flip side of it, though, some things need to be tough to it. You know, to have some sort of longevity in the game, you've got to have something that's hard to attain. And I think if you can just just add points to increase everything, it just defeats the object of the game because you've got to have that balance between transfer wheeling and dealing and squad development. And I think that's that's why like I, I feel if you did want to implement something like that, it's got to be really fucking hard to do, like hard to get. You've got to make it really difficult to get that rise. Um, it, it should be like a, a 10, 20 percent tops chance of getting it. Um, but yeah, that, that's uh, that's I just, where yeah, I, sort I of feel stand like I feel like vision. Um... Yeah, vision, I think should, something should be done. But I would have a cap at like 20, once they're 25 or something. But vision, I feel what, like so, you should. So they you can't go up do something like maybe you Maybe same age as mentoring. Maybe it's not just judgment goes up. Maybe it's judgment and vision. Maybe they put it, add it into mentoring or something. Maybe an older player can teach player better awareness. Maybe mentoring could work on both. You know? And then that yeah, stops. What is mentoring? 22? Mentoring is the, the oldest you can do? 21, 22? 
I think so, yeah. So maybe that, young, that's a it? decent cutoff. So maybe mentoring could affect both or one or the other, depending on how good the experienced player is. Maybe that would work because at 22, you couldn't do it anymore, you know? And it, you, yeah. know, you know a 22-year-old, we played this game long enough, you know at 22 if there's something that you can work with. Do you know what I mean? If you've signed an 18-year-old try list and you've had him four seasons, you know at the end of that four seasons if he's going to be something. Do you know what I mean? Or you're just going to sell him to the rest of the world. So maybe you could just add mentoring, maybe just more mentoring opportunities. We'll also give you a reason to keep experienced players for a while. You know, maybe it could do judgment and mentoring uh, and vision. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's interesting. It's an interesting take on it. Look at me. Uh, anyone Look else? At me like I know it, yeah, I know. Fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else want to chime in on this before we move on to the next topic? No, everyone typed no. everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's talking, <laughs> oh, everyone, everyone, jump out. on. We'll have a conversation. Everyone goes fucking quiet. Yeah, so. yeah. They're all nervous, <laughs> isn't it? They don't want to. They don't want to be heard on a Sunday. That's <laughs> it. I'm going to give all the names. I'm going to phone Ben. Going to get it on that hotline, and we're going to say just just turn the dials down on these boys. They came in, said nothing, just sat there like a bunch of pricks. He's going to flex Thanks. his influencer <laughs> cock. That's what he's going to do. He's going to flex it. <laughs> <on your voice. laughs> Did you hear though? Amir was Amir was saying that Eustace was flying up in rises. So obviously he didn't get his dial turned down, did he? Yeah, I think that was a lie. Yeah, I think Ben needs to just uh, just turn it down a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> and uh, moving on, uh, there was another one we was asked, Daryl. Um, I, I was asked to put to you uh, on the podcast, but obviously we've got everyone else on here. Yeah, yeah, it's just a quite well, just yeah, sort of something to bring up. But obviously, because we've got everyone else on now, um, be good to get everyone. So again, like yeah, just unmute and uh, we'll get to you. Um, replace event to replace a yeah, that's it. Sorry, yeah, replace evaluation with advanced training report. This would cost a good chunk of karma, say between two to five hundred. But for that, you get the actual full stats and information on how they're training. So, i.e., if you've just trained in that stat and then you do the evaluation the following week or that same week, it will tell you how they're actually doing, how much they've actually gone up, and you can, you know, work out, um, you know, when they might rise and when when they, you know, yeah. What's your thoughts on that, Darren? I like that. What, like a much deeper sort of evaluation when you like do the scouting thing. Yeah, because I, I think the conversation I was having with this guy was um, in regards to he, he sort of said about you know do you feel like uh, player evaluations just lost you know what what was the point of it? He was actually asking what was the point of it, and I said yeah. well it used to be in old games you used to you never had the asterisks with pot, so it was a case of like you do you do an evaluation that week when you sort of agree in a deal, find out if the guy's actually got pot. Yeah, so basically, it's got no meaning now. I said, you don't don't worry about it. Yeah, you don't need to. You don't need it. And he's like, well, why didn't you? What about this? And I was like, well, that's actually an interesting question. I'll uh, yeah, put that to Mr. Saunders. I think that's really good. Oh, I like that one. I think that would that would work because then we could like the one we spoke about the other week um, about knowing if someone upped the speed or aggression or something could add that in there, couldn't you? If uh, rest of the world teams and stuff, um, yeah, you'd have to make it a bit more expensive than normal but yeah i think that would be a good idea yeah i quite like that one i'd be uh, yeah, i'd be I'd, all for it yeah I, I like the idea of it being expensive again like yes. so you couldn't just abuse it you couldn't just do it every other week oh right now work out how long it's going to take you know this yeah. is something you know you could do one week do it the following you work out the pattern but it's going to cost you yeah 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 definitely i mean and it would give another good use for cup yeah which i think was is a great 
Mm, that's actually a good point as well, yeah, because um, I would make it end like of the season a lot of teams evaluation thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think because you probably need to do it. Yeah, I think most people are going to use it to see how a player's improving over training. So you do it one week and you do it the following week to sort of work out and gauge it. Um, yeah, I wouldn't want it sort of like ridiculously expensive. I, I don't agree with the two to five hundred. I think one to two hundred would be reasonable yeah you don't Maybe want it cheap the price but you... of longevity the 250 what like currently yeah 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 so it's a shout like 500 and you can yeah. work out yeah 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 i think so or because if at least like, yeah, there's, or... there's enough ways to make karma now i don't i don't I, I know like you know people's argument like oh you know people don't get involved in stuff there is so many ways to make karma even if you just did charity like for five slots, yeah, do you know what I mean, or something. There, there's enough involved. ways to 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 get decent amounts of karma now throughout the game. Um, and if you don't do it, then maybe you should stick to Football Manager myself because there's there's just a lot more interaction <laughs> in this. Yeah, I just think there's so many things you can do now to make to get decent karma that two to five hundred isn't difficult to achieve. You know, like it's just not it's not it's not hard to yeah. get to that. You know, for the benefits no, not, of not the stuff that you can get between two and five hundred karma, it's very simple to get that. To be fair, you know. Yeah, yeah, agree with that. Any anyone else uh, got any thoughts on this? Look at them; they're all too busy stuffing their faces, mate. All too busy wanking, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, to our voices, they just love it. Oh, they're, right. they're, they're all a little starstruck right now and just whacking one out. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here he is. See, speaking of whacking one out to his voices. <laughs> well, I might as well wake the voice. <clears throat> I think the logic of it, what could possibly you could do is maybe at the end of the season, in week zero, you actually get the integers and you would get them at various varying points. So one at week zero, one at week 13, and a bit twice a season. You can see where your players are that's wise, rather than something that could be a potential gimme. Don't want to necessarily reveal all... Because everyone seems to want all the answers given to them. I think sometimes you've got to work stuff out yourself. So if you had it like your spreadsheet with the integer, um, with the fractions, because we do know that a 9 could be an 8.6 or it could be a 9.4, but if you saw that maybe after all the increases have happened and then maybe you could gauge your training from that, and you could get it as an extra point if you take over during the season. You can only ever request it once. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Yeah. Yeah, I could I could see the logic in that. I mean, like that. And then you can see the fractions rather than have it where you can build up the karma. You could because then no the people aren't at a disadvantage if they take over it's like after a couple of weeks and they haven't seen it. It's yeah. something that that's an, that's an interesting point. Yeah, uh, I think... wouldn't want it shared, but that's mm. the problem, isn't it? It's like, you know, people take snapshots all the time of their turn or put their squad list up and everything. I think that might be the only flaw to it. I don't know. It's just a thought. I, I think, I think yeah, I think this is boiling down to, like, people are wanting... Uh, well, yeah, some uh, are wanting to know how long it's going to take for a rise, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, and I, I, and I think it just comes that, to a point yeah. that when, we, you know, it'd be nice to know when to give up. You know? Yeah, because I, 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 I mean, if you, that's the frustration. And like, when do I give up and move on to the next player? 
you know. Yeah, so but, say, the minute, like, training as well with the way Rises are, just doesn't feel like I should right. even be bothering doing any of the five. To be honest, like it's so fucking slow. Yeah, um, so, I mean, like if you was if they used training, uh, I'm thinking trying to think of one of your players, uh, uh, Armstrong, mm-hmm. and say you do this evaluation on him, and part of the report is uh, rather than like like Jay was saying, you don't get the whole you know the the full full, full details of the stat. Maybe if it just sort of said, you know, he's currently excelling in such and such and could improve within, I mean, you make it vague, but like one to six weeks or seven to 15 weeks or yeah. 10 to 20 weeks. Maybe something, something like, like that. that. Then on, you, even then the you training, like, like, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. a game. Because if, if you had Armstrong on st- stamina and you're training them and you're like, I wonder how long, and you, you, know, you use your 250 calms to find out and it says 36 weeks, you're like, do, do I fucking bother? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'd move yeah, on. I mean, and then I'd also think, like, you know, but then the counter of that is because you know it's going to take 36 weeks, you're probably going to want to move on from him, but who's going to want to take him? You know, are you yeah. then stuck with a player that nobody's going to take and you're not going to train? And, you know, but is that then where you just sell it for cash and cash keeps relevant and blah, blah, blah? You know, it could be a good uh, swap Ooh. piece as well. You know, you could swap this youngster and go, well, actually, I trained him on heading and he's going to be done in about six weeks, it says. That's Ooh. quite appealing maybe to a manager be like, actually, six weeks of training, I'll have a, I'll have a better player than what the swap I'm getting right now, you know? Yeah, that, yeah. That could help too. Yeah, because I'm currently training. Uh, well, I was... Uh, who am I training? Oh, I'm training some some guy in my reserves, and he's just a karma player. And if I was to do it on him, I could then use 250 to say, work out how long is his heading going to take? Do I bother? Is yeah. is it something I hope the you know, the UE gods give me at EOS, or is it something that it's actually quite close? I might as well just start training them, and he's going to go up, and he's going to be a bit more first team ready. Or again on the first team, yeah, I kind I'm kind of like. I, I think, quite like that. I think that would be good. I think that would like a bit more in-depth evaluations, not to give the whole game away, because I do think people also would like to know everything, but I don't think once they know everything, I don't think they'd enjoy it as much as they seem to think they would. Um, but yeah, I think I, like I, a ballpark, it's going to take seven to 15 mm-hmm. weeks. Okay. Do I want yep. to commit at least 15 weeks to making this player better? Is it worth it? And then you can make a bit more of a better yeah. decision or move on to the next one. You know, as long as it's vague, yeah, like Plus, one, something you know, like that, one week to ten, yeah, something like would that. Want karma for something like that, and that would get people more involved in other bits and pieces on the outside That's of it. it. Like for something and, like and that, it, that would definitely spark people's interest on wanting to get involved to get karma. That yeah, that's a good point, and I and I was something you were saying earlier about um, there's easy ways to earn karma. Hmm. There's only a few ways people will actually spend it though, and that's usually either. You know, you save up a shitload and do the versatility sort of thing at the end of the season. Uh, you add longevity, which or you pocket you know, for some me, for injuries. Oh yeah, you pocket for injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's my my sort of go to is usually keeping it for injuries. That's that's my sort of yeah. I, I normally try and sign players around twenty six years old, so I know I don't have to really worry about um, longevity, and it's just a case of then managing injuries. But yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. Now, and now you've got resilience as well, so that's even easier. You know, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but to think I, that you could get like evaluation, say 250 a player, 25 man squad, 
you know what I mean? Like you would want karma to go through and it would help make transfer decisions, like swap decisions. And, you know, it would be another piece like, oh, I've got this kid. And they'd be like, oh, he's not That's really there. Point. And you'd be like, look, in six yeah, weeks, yeah. he's going to go up, you know, in this step. Yeah. It yeah. does make for a lot more appealing transfer. Yeah, so know? like if I, offered, if I offered you a player and you're like, yeah, yeah, his, his, his head is only eight. You know, if it was yeah. nine, I, I'd probably take him. They're like, well, I've done this report. Like, here yeah. it is. Six weeks, he's going to be gonna a nine. He's going to go up in six weeks, he's going to be a nine. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. I mean, that would be huge when I was making decisions and trying to get this centre-back in in part of the Odegaard deal. It was heading. I mean, Troy wasn't the greatest choice, but he got me Nevers as well. But again, if it was something that someone would say, like, oh, I know it's eight right now, Darren, you're saying you want good heading. Six weeks, it's going to be this. It might have made me listen to something else. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. I think something like that would be great. Yeah, I, I completely agree. So, any, anyone, what's, well, what's it, anyone else uh, want to ch- chip in on there? God, don't be shy. It's going to get silence again, don't we? Yeah, I'm we just, yeah, I'm more surprised Amir think, hasn't chimed in because he's got opinion just, on I fucking I think we hold, hold, hold it hostage <laughs> until they start talking. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I'm going to wait until they actually want to talk. They're all just keyboard warriors, aren't they? They're all just a bunch of keyboard warriors. They could all type it out. <laughs> yeah, when they, want to, when they actually want to talk, I'm just going to fucking serve and mute them. All of them. I can actually screenshot this so it actually shows that there actually is like yeah, people, there are people, uh, there. Quite a few people on there. Yeah, yeah, we're not on our own, really. It's not just we're us not, talking. We're not just, just yeah, pretending. We're not just yeah, pretending. Daryl putting on a Mancunian accent to sound like a mere. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to hear And Nath, Nath's uh, going to uh, jump in here. I, I disagree. I don't think I'd be against that, to Ooh. be fair. Oh, oh, look at him. Oh, he, he, he put on his big boy DMA pants and come at me, didn't he? Go on, no, just as to, the, uh, as to the mystery of the game for me, I'd rather not know. You know, just carry on trying and plugging away at, at a player here, plugging away at another player there. Yeah, it's, uh, I'd rather not know. But then, but then you, you don't have to do it. That would be yeah, exactly. If, if it was karma, you know, no one's forcing you to do that. But if, it, yeah, is it them that if it's there, you know you kind of end up doing it. Yes. Yeah, it's that temptation, isn't point. it? That's a good point. Yeah. You know, I think what people are trying Ooh. to get at by the, by the suggestion would be they want to know what the hidden stats are. Maybe they should just stay hidden. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'd actually I, enjoy it if they knew. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to ever know the hidden stats. I, I would like, I, I would agree with, it'd be nice to, as long as it's kept vague, sort of like one to 10 weeks, uh, well, one to nine weeks, nine to uh, 10 to 20, something like that. If it's kept vague, I don't mind that. But I, I, then I have an idea of how long I've got to invest training on that stat. And like I said to Daryl, if I was trying to flog him someone and he's asked me how long it's going to take and it's like uh, you know, 30 or something, he can make an, an informed decision on like, well, that's, there's no point going for that guy. I just haven't got the time to train him, you know. Yeah. See, that, I think, that part of it. But yeah, it would be maybe difficult to implement. But yeah, that part of it, I'd, uh, yeah. I'd definitely be interested Ooh. in. Oh, they're coming out now, uh, uh, Andy Young. I'm, I'm with Nath on it in the fact of, you know, I, I like the idea of the mystery, but I'm, I'm kind of on the fence in the fact of it does get frustrating at times when you've been training for weeks and weeks and weeks and just to know how close you are. Yeah. Yeah. Will make a difference. Yeah, I think it's that part of it. It's, you know, because the thing is, once you've got someone in your head, that you want to make good, you know, 
it, you, you, without being told, you're not going to give up. Like, Gray, my centre-back. I've been training his strength since middle part of end of season two, middle to end of season two, to make him 40. And I've got in my head, I want a 40 PV centre-back and a 40 PV target man. Armstrong's done. I'm still doing strength. He's still you know, enjoying the training session. No change. It's still nine, you know? And if maybe it's just my blind, like, oh, eventually it's got to go. But maybe being told I could just give up and move on and train somebody else, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah, good point. Uh, Martin? Yeah, I'm going to slightly disagree as well. I think Andy made a good point. Um, seven, we... seven, eight. Seven, eight. <laughs> Listen, mate, it's Charlton fan. Got... Me up, yeah? What the fuck is I mean, we've got enough training slots now as well. I mean, can easily just turn around and say, well, my guy has been trained for 15 weeks and comes back all the time saying, uh, he worked to improve his heading and enjoyed the training session. You can always feed that back to someone who you try to deal with and say, that's, what, that's what's been going on for the last mm-hmm. 15 weeks. So someone can take that into account when uh, going for their player or not. But I think there's enough training slots as well for us to be able to find that out, to get a ballpark. I know, like I said, Daryl, you could get that for so long and you have no idea whether to give up or not. But I do think that, like the others have said, that I do like that bit of mystique about the game. You just make that informed decision mm. yourself based on what we're told. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I, I think I actually agree with Andy to a degree. Um, like, I I do like the mystique of it and and all that. I don't want to know hidden stats. I don't want to know hidden parts of the game. I mean, I I, I loved it when Ben came on that time, Daryl, and said we we got close on a few of the hidden little hidden hidden little key parts of the game. Do you know what I mean? And and it was like. I don't want to know. I kind of, I, part of me wants to know, but part of me doesn't. But the main thing I, I, I do get frustrated with is is the constant training and training and training of a certain player and having no idea. There's no gauge of uh, how well they're doing. Yeah. It, do you know what it might be even better is if you train them and it just says they're doing well. And then as they get closer, it goes to they're excelling. They're doing brilliant. Do you know what I mean? As you get closer, you sort of, like if they tiered it like that, just come up saying you're flogging a dead horse. Give up, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just to be your Daryl's latest Tinder fucking attempts. <laughs> Give up, retire, delete the app. No more trading for this bitch. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I just feel like just slightly. Slightly more info would be helpful, but it's very careful because, yeah. yeah, you don't want to know too much. You don't want to know too much. And I'm not saying any of this to try and, you know, tell us everything because I don't, because I've enjoyed, like I mean, earlier, as I said, about developing players, like seeing a guy that I've trained start to come good in areas, you know, like, okay, now he's all seven, eights, nines, nice. I've, I've done that, you know, from a trialist or a, a youth player. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just think, you know, maybe it's a little thing to say give up or it's going to take you this long but yeah i do understand the argument back of saying don't want to know too much yeah i, th- I think that's like, like i said why i said uh, yeah if you're going to do something like that keep it vague because it yeah you, you, a bit of information's okay but you don't want to be handed it on a platter do you know what i mean it it's sort of like i i i kind of see like people want it to the game to get with the times it, it so to speak do you know what i mean but i feel like sometimes they're pushing it too far to they're trying to push it too far to football manager and stuff like that and it's, it'll lose 
the charm of what yep. it's what it's meant to be. You know, so yeah, I kind I kind of agree. I, I think it's a good idea, but I think I'm not it's something that maybe over time, for more discussion, you know, maybe something could come from it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's it's a tough one. It's very very a fifty fifty kind of thing right now. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, right. I think we're going to go now to uh, Mr. Hammond's transfer roundup, Daryl. Lovely. Right. Mr. Hammond has said Lupido was uh, on the move this week as he left Inter Milan in an 80 for Budapest in an 82 million pound deal. Uh, Lupido is 22 years old, 100 right, left forward with composure and pop. Recently gone down 2-0-8, so could prove a bargain if them stats go back up. In season one, Lupido was 92-33, so he's a progressive sort. Scov was another man on the move for big money as he joined Reims for 75 million. At 26 years old, Scov stands as 101-39 free roll with GSI and was sold for 10 million under max. Scov was a 94-35 free roll in season one and worth just over 25 million. Uh, Boa Vista were on a mission this week as they completed some massive deals, uh, which sees them sign Werner, uh, 26, 106, 40 left forward with GSI composure and pot. Um, Ali, 26, 106, 39 free roll with uh, character GSI and pot. And Nian, 23, 105, 38 target man with GSI pro and pot. Some class signings, and we hear Deli Ali will only stay a week and a possibility that Werner probably close to a move as well. Massive transformation is happening with the promise of more moves in the coming weeks. Man City made a move this week by landing Lincoln from Santa Clara. Nice. Uh, He's 23,538 left mid playmaker, left forward with flair and pot. Has 10 speed, so looks a beast, especially as he always has a very high 90s AR this season. Yeah, he's a good player. Um, it's cost 25 million. And Kristovic, 21,338 centre forward with GSA and pot. Kristovic signed off by scoring in both this week's league and cup games with Lincoln joining City. It means they now have eight 10 speed players in the first team squad. Seems Terry didn't take everything from Melbourne City as Royal Antwerp raided them this week. Signed 92-08 defender Wiltham for a bit more than Terry likes to pay as they paid 100k to land him. They also raided fellow Aussies West Sydney Wanderers for Ashima, who is 29 and a 94-0A. Thank you, Dave. Already raided them. Got the best players. Go fuck yeah. yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and I got them for £100, so 10 for a pound. Uh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, so I think we're jumped to questions now um, uh, for for the end of this podcast now, and uh, try and get a few of these. Um, if anyone else has got Come any, in. yeah, if you've got any questions, sorry, Come in, What questions have we got? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, fair, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, first one is from uh, the Duke of Exeter, Carlos. He asked, "This one is a more uh, at Nathan than anyone else. Favorite crisp base snack." What the fuck? <laughs> Crisp base. Is that something I need to know? Is that something we need to know about, Nath? I don't know. Seems a bit of an... I have no idea what Carlos is talking about. I don't think anyone <laughs> does. He just quacks, doesn't he? Flaps his wings and... Yeah. Flaps his wings. Wasn't there yeah. a book when you were a kid that they made you read when a crocodile like landed in a bird's nest? It was called Flap Your Wings. I haven't seen another <laughs> little flashback then of reading this book about a crocodile that the birds tried to teach to fly. 
Oh, I can't remember I can't now. Remember. It's going to be a man. I'm going to Google it. I need to Google if there was a yeah. man <laughs> crocodile called Flappy Wings. Uh, well, this could be one of on your Mine are uh, hula hoops. I can't beat the big O's and hula hoops. I fucking love them. Still. Uh, Cheetos flaming hot. Oh, good chap. Have you Cheetos had the yellow peanut ones that they do? The no, do you know, I'm not brave Ooh. enough. I haven't been brave enough for those yet. They'll, no. they'll give you the meat no. sweats, mate. Exactly, that's why I haven't done it. <laughs> uh, Missile has asked, fellas, is, it will it will upset absolutely no one to know that the poor... Oh, yeah, so he, he couldn't come on. Missile couldn't come he on. He bottled it, didn't he? he, he he's back, always back, bottled back. it. Bottled, bottled like, it. like the private chat, bottled this. He's top, proper West Ham fan, and he's just a massive bottler. Yeah, <laughs> proper bottle job. Did yeah. you see him today? They were so fucking lucky against Kidman. Mate, what was it, like 94th yeah, and then 122nd? Like, what oh, the no. hell? Jesus. I oh, know. It's fucking. But if anyone's ever been scammers. to Kidderminster, it's a fucking shithole. Like, the it is a dump. The it best. is a proper dump. Yeah, you know I mean, it is a shithole. <laughs> um, but he has asked if, uh, you know, if, if we all fancy setting up a date and a venue to meet up for a beer weekend or a night, that would be great. Uh, it's kind of, yeah, it, it goes on. It goes on. We just don't invite Missile. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Harsh down. No, everyone's sitting there like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, no, I'm not joking. Uh, I'm sure we can sort that. Uh, Maxi's asked, uh, is seven a good enough stat for a midfielder, especially an uh, anchorman? I'm, I'm guessing he's probably going by PV, I'm, I'm assuming. I'm assuming, so yeah. Like, a... I've got, like, if it's out of PV, no. Like, if it's, if it's, I mean, in PV, no. Like, I don't, mm. I wouldn't look at an anchorman just because of, the stats they need. I don't, I wouldn't probably even consider eight to be fair. Um, so seven in PV, no, but outside of it, depending on how you play, you know, Sicarello hasn't got sevens everywhere. So, and he's done wonders for me. So, yeah. I, yeah, in, I think it's, PV, um, I think, no. yeah. Again, guys, uh, just feel free to unmute if you, if you want to, if you want to give your, your opinions on this. Um, I think for me, uh, it, it would depend where you are in a game, like at the, like what you were saying though, Daryl. Because I think early doors, if I've got a a P, so PV on a wide, on, well, I suppose he's, he's purely talking like an anchor man with seven tacklings, probably not the end of the world. Like in season one, if you're a small team, it's not the end of the world. Um, I'd probably consider it at this stage. With and I think he's put his team up fairly recently, and he's trying to swap a player, an anchor man, with seven judgment. I think. I, yeah, no, all day long. No, I wouldn't even entertain that at all. Yeah, no. No, no, no I, would, it, I probably it wouldn't, wouldn't go. I'd like To be honest, unless it was already at the club and I had nothing else, I wouldn't even do it season one. And that's me, to be fair. Um, Yeah, I think it's got to be eights as a bare minimum for me. Okay, okay, fair play, fair play. And... Next, uh, yeah, a couple of people talking about that and how how shit that that would be, I suppose. Other than other than uh, Fozzy asks, other than speed and aggression, should there be any other stats that you can spend UE points? Uh, and how much should they be? No, I think that's enough. Speed and aggression is probably something that isn't taught, so should always be high points for me. 
I mean, I, I know some people might think you might be able to get faster, which maybe I could, but I think that's more stamina stat. Uh, I think speed and aggression is enough that UE's points, as I say, maybe the mentoring can do vision and judgment and points can do speed and aggression, maybe, um, for me. But no, I don't think more UE points to make better players. Just with how you can sell and stuff, I don't think that would be a, a good move myself. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a fair point. Um, I I don't know. I'm I'm I, I think I agree with you. I'm not even a big fan of speed and aggression being upped. Um, I yeah, I I don't really like it personally. I I don't like it. I'd like to see the game start with very very few ten speed players. Um, I think it'd be again hard to attain. But um, I, I think if you can have a game where there's very minimal multi-team management like you know teams are, are capped at like you know two teams and you know if 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 they go unmanaged they have to go and manage the rest of the season so it's not being you know teams in just fucking fucking around doing deals between themselves all the time um yeah you're not going to get that flood of ue points as well and stuff like that it would be more controllable and you could have a bit more of an interesting game but um yeah i i just feel like at the moment there's too many ue points in in the game in this one because of you know, everything that's gone on. Um, and basically ev- everyone's just fucking, everyone's got 10 speed everywhere. You, you, you rarely see uh, swap threads without wanting 10 speed somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't want to see that. No, I'd have to agree again, with you there, I think. Too. I, I think everyone else agrees with us because they're still muted. <laughs> well, they would, yeah, <laughs> they have to. I know. This yeah, is- uh, okay. It was just say they're agreeing with us, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. We're just that we're just going with that. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> oh, well, this has gone well. Uh, so I'm glad that we do these. I'm not going to. Oh, no, I know, I know. This is a short podcast. We were, so you can we jump were all excited here. about doing a live one, and no cunt's got nothing to say. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Percy did ask a question for the pod in the WhatsApp groups. We were discussing player wages. I was wondering if that's something people think uh, could be worked into the game. I have a 108 target man that's on 7.4k a week. My backup 103 t- target man is on 13.7k a week. Is this something uh, that could possibly affect state of mind? Maybe have an option at EOS to offer players a certain amount, say from three options. If I suppose, yeah, I mean, like if if, if a player's, I don't know, I haven't I haven't seen that. Uh, do play are players affected by other players being on more than them in the game? I don't know. Is that I've a never thing? Never seen that. Has anyone ever seen that before? I don't know. Is that like a thing? Because that would explain quite know. a lot. <laughs> they would explain a fuckload at my side. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so it's all over the shop. I've genuinely got like players like, in my yeah, reserve. Yeah, same. Like, like, because being Sturm Gratz, like, my wages was really low to take it over. And then like Suarez come in and fucked it all up. And it's just kind of escalated from there. <laughs> But yeah, I, yeah. D- I don't know if that bothers state of mind. But that would be cool, maybe. Like, I'd like to see state of mind sort of evolved. I, I think it's had such a big impact, um, especially on the way I play. Like, I try, I've try. i worked really hard to try and keep state of mind high um, by talking and playing players randomly. Um, so I've worked really hard at doing that, and it's been a really nice like addition for me, the way that I play. Um, so anything I think evolving state of mind, I'd be, I'd probably be behind. I'd probably support. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I'd probably, yeah, I'd probably agree with you there, mate. Um, that'd be interesting. I, I think that's that'd be. I'll, I'll have to. I might have to get on the old uh, the bat phone and get hold of. Uh, get on the bat get phone. Ben, get on the bat phone to Ben. Find that'd be really interesting to find out because uh, that would change a lot of things in your team, wouldn't you? I mean, if you've got someone like your third. You, you know, I, I play two wide forwards usually. Mm. So if like the third choice was on more than the other two, is that why maybe they're not like motivated or, or whatever? Yeah, whatever the equivalent would well, be. It could be why like he comes on and, and plays like a fucking fifty-eight or something, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, you notice the backup come in and he's just garbage, and you're like, but you're like the same stat. What the hell? Um, maybe it's something like that. Maybe get on the back phone, son. Mm. Speed dial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do, we'll do. Uh, and Dan Lane asks, uh, if you could land one player in your squad, who would it be? What do you mean? Bring anyone in? Yeah. Oh. I suppose what, what, within the game? Oh, fuck me, I haven't got all the sheets. You know what? After seeing him, because it was in discussions with the Odegaard deal, I'd like Munia, the defender. That is it. Who's got him? Brentford? No, who's got him? Can't remember. Is like, that Amir? No, he's got no. You know uh, the Munier, and you offered me Jordan Ibe. I think I messaged you to say, "Oh, look at this guy." Oh, you did, yes, yeah, yeah him, yeah, yeah. I'd like two deals, right? yeah, 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 yeah. But obviously, you know, Lazio were offered Neves, and my my head was turned. But yeah, I think uh, I think Munier would would fit perfect in my team right now. And if I could figure out a way to go get him, if you're listening, son, talk to me what you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not Talk doing this again. Every yeah, here we go. Every podcast, so using the podcast just to, just to, improve, <laughs> to get improve my team. Literally, has been the yeah. podcast that I've done most of my deals for. You know, someone's come on and go, yeah. oh, "I don't really want him anymore." Yeah. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, I can do. So, yeah. I can't think of anyone really. Um, and not that there isn't anyone that get, there's probably a fucking shit ton that could get into my team. I just. I haven't really looked at any teams for a while. Um, there's a few that I'm uh, I'm talking to. Uh, possibly Gilmore might be going. We'll see. Um, maybe, maybe we'll see. There's uh, I, I've got so many fucking messages from him, and then like there's some just not quite what you want, and then yeah, you can whittle it down to like three or four people. Um, some good offers, some interesting talks, and yeah, we'll see on that. And there's some so there's some players there that I like. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm quite happy with my team. I'm not not in a, any massive urgency for anything. Just sort of plodding along. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like me, I just I want the guys in reserves to go up the two stats because then I it, that it, the domino effect of that is offer more players out and make some changes that way. But they're just not budging these guys in reserves, and it's really annoying. Yeah, yeah, very <laughs> much so. Uh, Andy, you, you, did you want to chip in here? Yeah, well, I did want Odegaard, but I got I got blown out on that one. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think uh, I think you know the, the player I'm coming for now. I think we're ninety five percent there as well. Oh yes, so, yes, indeed, indeed. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm fully in, invested in Gilmore at the minute. I think yeah. by the end of the weekend, this one's going to be done. Oh, look at the confidence! Ooh. <laughs> okay, I like the confidence there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that, I'm not yeah, missing out on another. <laughs> well that's that's the beauty of it is like is having two two ten vision playmakers um yeah. i'm I, i'm in the same boat i was in uh I, what was it 
I, I had the same. Th- oh, um, when my goal karma centre back came through, he he really stormed through, and then I had I had Lori and this other guy called Gonzalez, and it just it, because he came through and he was first team ready, it sort of like you you freeze up a slot, and I was like looking at it and I thought. I think I played uh, two cup games and Embleton played brilliant at Playmaker. And it's like, right, if I can get someone older so that I don't have to rely on Embleton, someone's good Playmaker, and then something else for the team, we're good. And then, yeah, Andy Andy sort of come in and offered an absolute stormer of a, of a, yeah, of a deal. So we realize the same. Like, the conversation no. with him was quite far, <laughs> yeah, yeah. went quite yeah. far with Odegaard. It was just the Neves had turned my head and it was, and it was very difficult to have my head put back on straight from it, you know? But it was but, nothing wrong with yeah, any of the other it, offers. Because, like, to be honest, exactly. the Munia one was a much, probably a much better deal for me overall. Like, Jordan Ibu yeah. is a beast, but it was Neves. And I wanted a centre mid. Centre mid was the main thing. It was just what the second player was. So once it was Neves, it was pretty easy for Steve to finish that deal, to be fair. Yeah, and, and I, I, I haven't lost since I brought him in. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's sort of like what Andy was saying. I, th- I think yeah, we're it's it's close. It's close to deadline. It's dead uh, transfer deadline day. We'll get old fucking Harry Redknapp in there. <laughs> get out the window. I think that that would be naif. We we'll get him to roll down his window ten for a pound, and uh, we'll be good to go. I think we're yeah. <laughs> ten, ten for a pound. <laughs> Definitely. Well, I think on that, I think we'll, we'll wrap up this podcast. And uh, thank you, everyone, for not, not bothering to talk. Um... <laughs> it's been great. So glad we do these. You bunch of cunts. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank you, everyone. And, um, yeah, I hope this should, should drop Sunday. So you, yeah, li- you listen to it Sunday. So, um, yeah, thanks. And uh, we'll catch you all soon.